Hey, hey, honeybee. Welcome to Honestly Same, the podcast where we are on a mission to empower, embolden, and embark on a journey of self-discovery intended to remind ourselves that even in our strangest and scariest moments, we are never in this alone. My name's Chelsea, and I can honestly say that I am not an expert in anything. But what I may lack in credentials and expertise, I make up for in enthusiasm and a passion for using my experiences as a way to inspire you to lean into the amazing person you are. So buckle up, honeybee, and let's freaking go. Holy buckets, you guys. I'm so excited that you are here today because I have another guest here to interview, and I'm so freaking excited. Um, We have Audrey with us today, and I'm so excited for you to meet her because she is amazing. Um, I actually met her through um, coaching, kind of, though we've mostly interacted kind of over Instagram and Instagram message. and I just, it's been such a, such a pleasure getting to know her as a person. This is actually the first like call call we've had. So you guys are witnessing history here, but I'm going to stop talking because I could talk forever and just kind of let Audrey introduce herself. Hi, Audrey. Hello. So excited that you are here today. You want to just, yes. I'll dive into it in a minute, but I just want to give you the opportunity to kind of introduce yourself and tell us a little bit about, about you and why you wanted to be here today, really. All right. Well, I am from small town St. Croix Falls, Wisconsin. Um, I have a little three, almost four year old. It keeps me on my toes. And I have followed your journey through coaching. And like once you started your podcast, I remember that morning I was like, oh my gosh, I got to listen to this. (laughs) And just watching you grow has been so much fun and I just I'm honored to be able to be on your podcast yes I'm so excited that you're here um so the the when Audrey reached out to me she actually I think you reached out to me first about maybe wanting to be on or maybe I had posted a poll it doesn't matter but either way you were excited about being on and we had kind of gone back and forth about different things that you might want to talk about and um of course, like all of us, we have 10,001 things that we're passionate about, right? Um, but we kind of settled on this idea of how like our thinking and the way that we perceive things and the way that our brains kind of talk to us throughout the day holds a lot of power in how those things play out and the way that like we react to th- situations. I'm thinking specifically, you mentioned anxiety and how when we're anxious about something, the way we talk about it actually affects the way that it, it manifests. So I don't know if you kind of just want to touch on that a little bit and how you got, like how that conceptualizes in your head, this idea of that anxiety. Yeah. So I had heard that through thinking a negative thought, it becomes less than a 10% chance of it actually happening. But then when you actually speak a negative thought, the chances go up by 40 to 70% chance of it happening. And I heard that and it just hit me so hard because it's so easy to get caught up Mm -hmm. in 
just saying negative things. Like, I feel like it's really easy to think them and that much easier to say them because it's just constantly going through your head. Like, especially as women, I feel like it's that much more. I mean, I can't speak from a guy's standpoint, but society just puts so much pressure on us. Absolutely. And it just, when I heard that, I'm like, okay, so I'm going to be more mindful about not only what I'm thinking, because we always hear about like, how we should talk to ourselves and those things. But when I actually heard the statistics behind it and how just saying it can do that, I was like, okay, I need to change something. Mm -hmm. And I'm not gonna say it's easy because it's definitely not, but I think it's worth it. Absolutely, and I think too, I mean, everything that we do and all of these things that build up in our heads over time, like it's born out of habit, right? And we get into the habit of imagining, you know, worst case scenario or thinking things in a certain way, whether that be positive or negative. So if we're thinking that we start kind of in this more like, I don't want to say pessimistic, but like we're thinking those anxious thoughts often and you know oftentimes we can't control them but we can control what we do after we have that thought and kind of conditioning ourselves to to have the habit and build the habit of manifesting a little bit more on the positive side of things or on the optimistic side oh my god my dog just jumped in bed (laughs) sorry (laughs) oh the the things that happen but (laughs) um excuse her she's so rude um, but yeah, I mean, our, our words hold so much power and, oh my God, people are going to listen to this and be like, what the heck? Um, and I think about this too, what, what I was thinking about when you were talking is like how often, <laughs> so sorry, how often when we're around people, just give me one second. Okay, so we had to take just a small pause there because my dog is so rude and she was attacking me. But what I was trying to say before she decided to be a crazy person is that often when we're with other people and like when you were talking, I was thinking about how when we hear other people complaining, it makes us want to complain too. And how like the shift in like a a conversation can go like more pessimistic and getting, you know, we ranting is important and I fully believe that, but, um, how the, the mood of the group can be influenced by one person starting a conversation and how that's not always limited to having a conversation with another person. It can actually be with yourself too. And how your mood can change based on the things that you're telling yourself. And then especially if you speak them out loud, like Audrey, I don't know if you have ever done this, but like, (laughs) in the middle of a workout, let's say, you're having this thought of like, oh my God, this is so hard, this is so hard. And then you voice, oh my God, this is hard. And then it, does it become any easier? No, it becomes 10 times harder, right? So that's kind of where my mind went as you were talking. Yeah, and I think that it's just making the effort to know when we're going in that spiral too like because you might not always catch yourself right away doing it but once 
like in the workout I'll catch myself doing that too and I'm like okay no what can I tell myself that will help me push harder and through it for the next 10 20 minutes whatever it may be to just make that mind shift change and I don't know if that makes sense but like push through it on a more positive level yes well I mean you're kind of you're breaking the cycle right because we get comfortable with the idea that okay this thought popped up I'm gonna say it in my head I'm gonna voice it and then I'm gonna allow it to hold me back and that just becomes the habit so actively being aware of when those thoughts pop up because I mean they're gonna pop up right like we can't really control that part of it but we can control how we then move forward once it it manifests in our head and then we have to kind of try and flip it a little bit I flip the script I don't know I feel like that's a Rachel Hollis quote but I'm stealing it for this purpose but flipping that script and allowing yourself to kind of acknowledge that the thought is there and then move forward in a different way yeah yeah and I mean this is why I feel like you and I connect so well because that's like my life goal (laughs) Like anytime, I mean, in in some ways, it's not always super realistic, right? To say like, I'm going to try and be positive all the time. And that's not realistic at all. But I mean, having, being able to kind of control and manifest a different outcome, I think is really powerful. Yeah. And I think going back to like the anxiety part of it, like I know we both struggle with anxiety Mm -hmm. um and truly like it's just what we're telling ourselves about a situation or circumstance that hasn't even happened like we're trying to sit and think about this future scenario and all the things that could happen and you're taking yourself out of where you are now where if you just truly take every moment for what it is and take everything at that second, at that minute, at that hour and work through it then. I've found for me, like that's changed a huge part of my mindset because I'm not not stuck worrying about all these different things that aren't, that I really don't need to worry about. Um, and it there's a quote i'm not i'm not sure who it's from but you can't change your future because you're not there Mm -hmm. and anyone i talk to that struggles with anxiety when they hear that they're like oh okay but xyz and it's like no go back to that Mm -hmm. so i think that's a huge thing too when it comes to anxiety is just realize like in everything it's just realizing where you're at and stopping that spiral no matter where you're at in it absolutely um so i i 
I didn't know you at this time, but last year I was in um, hospital for extreme anxiety, and I've talked about that before. Um, but in, in there, they talked about how anxiety is, like, there's two different, um, I forget the way they put it, but there, there's anxiety, and then there is another one, and I'm forgetting, but anxiety is always based on some sort of, like, worry about what's going to happen versus what is happening, and then the other one was based in the past, but um, I think it's really powerful to to realize, like, you know, yes, we can plan for things. Yes, we can do certain things to, you know, uh, ensure that maybe our future is the way that we want it to be. But also, it is out of our control, and it's not happening in the present. And so having that anxiety and those worries, while it is natural and, you know, in some ways it is part of the evolution of humanity and, you know, fight or flight and all that. But um, having, being able to ground yourself and really kind of pull back to the present, while it may not totally eliminate that anxiety, it can drastically reduce the spiral and like the, the what if this happens and what if this happens and then what would I do if this didn't go this way? You know, just, I mean, <laughs> I'm like the queen of that. So I totally get that. <laughs> spiral but I mean it's a conscious effort right like you have to you really have to be thinking about it and and be aware so I think that and what you're kind of saying too is the first step is just being aware like it's it's not going to change right away like this is something that we you know as someone who struggles with extreme anxiety is going to be a lifelong struggle and a lifelong thing but it's also so worth it, you know, oh, my, my, I feel like my brain is going a million different places. No. <laughs> so many nuggets um, of wisdom coming from you right now. <laughs> I, it just, like, what you're talking about makes me think about, um, like I told you earlier, I was in an abusive relationship for three and a half years, and any form of abuse you can think of, I got it. And coming out of that, I spent a year and a half on my own, just focusing on me and my daughter, because that's what I had to do. And then once I met someone, I realized how I was trying to act like all the emotions and everything from that past relationship were not. I tried to pretend like they weren't a thing anymore. And being thrown into that new relationship, everything came back up. And I would, and then I'd have panic attacks so bad for hours about things I made up in my head that I saw one glimmer of something that reminded me of my past. And I was like, okay, now all this is going to happen. So like I had to work through that a lot. And once I finally started actually working on my mindset and seeing that like in that moment when I'm freaking out, if I can say, hey, I see this, it reminds me of that. These, this is what's making me feel these feelings right now. Like can you help me? Cause I can't see the full picture right now. Um, and like even talking about it, like I can feel 
like the anxiety rise mm-hmm. just like thinking about it but once I learned that one I'm not in that moment anymore and like that's behind me I'm in this new moment and learning for that situation like I know I know what to look for I know when to say no you know if someone ever hits me again like all right I'm not gonna stay in that relationship Mm -hmm. like I'm gonna walk away but I was so consumed my past relationship and worrying about if that was gonna happen again that I self-sabotaged constantly and I mean I almost lost an amazing partner and quote-unquote dad to my daughter and Mm -hmm. looking back now and like where I'm at with that today I'm so glad that I could work on my mindset because it it was just me. Like at the end of the day, it was just me mm. destroying everything because of my past and looking for something that wasn't there. And I think even if someone's situation is not that, I still think it's so easy to do that, that because of this thing that happened in the past, now I'm on edge looking for it. And you get so consumed in it that you don't want it to happen again, that you're you're probably gonna create a situation that's maybe as bad, if not worse for yourself mm-hmm. in different ways. So, think that's really important too to see the connection with anxiety and self-sabotaging yes definitely and as you were talking it kind of I had this like light bulb moment like ding I'm surprised I'm sure it's in a book somewhere and I'm not the first person to think of this but like our past and the things that we've gone through hold a lot of weight and where we're at now because it is something that we have already experienced and we have that to fall back on when we encounter a situation in which we don't know the outcome or maybe it is similar to what we've gone through but we don't know that it's going to play out the same way or whatever and so our minds are trying to figure that out and are creating this problem because it already knows that that problem could happen because it did and you know, it, it plays out in different ways. And I mean, I, I didn't go through a a, a similar thing to you, but you know, we all have our past trauma and, and, and all that. But I mean, that's kind of what you're, what you're saying is that you were looking for things because your brain was falling back on this, almost a defense mechanism to say, well, it did happen. I need to protect myself now because I know it could, you know, even if it's the situation is different and I don't know how to like finish that thought, but I was just thinking about that as you were saying it, <laughs> you know, like it, it does it, our brains are really, they're looking to, to rationalize the anxiety and the fear, like, because otherwise it just, it's, it doesn't have a basis, but yeah, <laughs> I don't know if, that, if, if I'm making a lot of sense, but I just, it was thinking about that you as you were talking. Are. Yeah. And I think like, 
I don't know. As humans, it's not so apparent in the world we live in right now, but I feel like we're wired for survival, like whatever that looks like. Mm -hmm. And obviously that looks way different than a hundred years ago, 200 years Mm -hmm. ago, but we still do it every single day. We make conscious decisions to ensure we'll make it to tomorrow. And our past hurts can sometimes inflict future fears. Oh my God. I love that. Sorry. Continue. Oh my God. (laughs) It's, it's, I don't even know like how to go off of that, but I think it's really important to see that and know when you're in the moment and you're like, okay, well, this is, I'm feeling this way because I've gone through X, Y, Z. Like you said, this might be my defense mechanism and I'm trying to figure out how to proceed. And if you can step back a few steps or maybe a ton of steps and see the big picture and see, okay, am I holding on to what happened then? Or is this actually something I need to worry about is a huge thing. Absolutely. And I think that, I mean, we're saying this as like, it's so easy to say this, right? And it's uh, sitting in a situation where I'm not actively anxious about something that has happened in a past life or will, you know, it's easy to conceptualize that, but it's not easy in the moment and it's so hard and it does take conscious effort and discipline and, you know, being able to take that step back and and recognize and kind of, you know, proceed forward in a different way. It does take time to learn that skill. And I think that like, you're a really great example of that and how you said, you know, I was letting this self or this kind of anxiety of my, of what had happened in the past sabotage what was happening in the future until you realize like you kind of reached a, a point where that was no longer serving you and that protection and that barrier that you were putting up wasn't going to get you to where you wanted to be. And I mean, I think of how much work that took, you know, and you had to actively be seeking it out. And I think that that is a really important piece of your story is that you didn't just wake up one day and you were like, nope, I'm done with this. It's a journey and it's a process. Cause that's what I hate so much about like some self-help books is they're like, one day you just decide. And like, I do believe in the power of decisions, but also deciding to start trying is a decision in and of itself and the trying and the process is it takes time it does and I like how you put that and it like it kind of reminds me of how in one of your first episodes you talk about um making changes and how like you have to baby step towards Mm -hmm. it and I think it's huge to know that, like you said, waking up one day and just changing your whole entire mindset, I mean, it might work for that day, but to have it truly stick, it takes a lot of work and a lot of time. And whoever disagrees with that and knows the trick to that needs to hit me up. (laughs) 
Well, I mean, and it's so different for everybody, but I fully believe, honestly, if anyone's listening to this podcast, you're probably on board with us. You're like, yeah, girl, we feel you. Because, <laughs> I mean, and I do have people in my life that, like, they can decide something and the decision is made and that's it. But I would probably bet that most people are not like that. And I think it's important for us to recognize that because the people that are telling us that you can decide are the type of people that can decide and often the people that are listening to them or not and that's okay but it, I mean it does it's it's baby steps and it's it's habit building and it's breaking cycles over and over again until you reach a point where you are envisioning the life and you're living the life that you were wanting you know so oh man I just that quote that you had from before you that was so great I'm gonna have to re-listen to it so I don't botch it right now but oh man that's gonna stick with me for a while um okay so I'm looking at the time it's 8 38 on a Sunday and I know you wake up so early and I also wake up early so I want to be cognizant of time um before we kind of wrap it up I guess my big question for you is to the woman I'm generalizing maybe men listen to my podcast but mostly women (laughs) to the woman who is listening to this episode today what is like the big takeaway the big thing that you want them to leave with and think on kind of moving forward okay I'm gonna quote my favorite person right now it's a quote he said and I just it's stuck to my core it's from peter crone he is a mind architect and he says what happened happened and couldn't have happened any other way because it didn't and once you let go of the chains holding you that's when you truly find freedom and acceptance in life and that like that whole quote because i generally summarize it I think can truly transform a person's life. If they, I mean, it took me a million times listening to it to get it, but that's what you have to do. It's worth it. I love that. And I'm going to think on that forever. Like that, that's so powerful. And wherever you heard that quote, I need to get that book or that podcast or, or whatever. Cause that is powerful stuff. Um, so thank you so much for being on here with me today. I think this was great. This conversation, I think, is one that a lot of people will relate to. I can't wait for you guys to listen. I'm so excited to hear your thoughts, and we will see you next time. Thank you so much for listening along with today's episode. It brings me so much joy to have you here and to get to share the topics that I'm most passionate about. If you are really vibing with today's episode or you're in love with the crazyville that is this podcast, it would mean the world to me if you would share it to your social media and tag me so I could personally thank you for being along for the ride. Remember, honeybee, I'm here for you and I can't wait to see you here next time.